All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hold on. Gotta move my butt. Okay, we're good. Welcome to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I'm your host, Dara Whitman, and here with me is my lovely co-host, Kaylin Cluley. How are you? I, you know what? I'm. I think I'm doing good. You're, I think I have a not, lot. Of, you're I, not. I'm really concerned about a lot of things right now, but I, I think maybe I can muscle through. But also, I'm afraid. Well, I have a lot of fear inside of me. All right, guys, we're uh, still watching Orphan Black. Yes. And we have begun season four. Yeah, season four premiere. Hooray. Oh, that was so exciting. Yeah, so today we're discussing uh, episode one, The Collapse of Nature, and episode two, Transgressive Border Crossings. And uh, the titles for this season are quotes from the works of uh, Donna Haraway. Who's that? I have the... That's what I a, don't know. Oh, is. She's still alive, actually. Oh. A distinguished American professor emerita in the history of consciousness department... And feminist studies. Oh. And she's at the works of the Department of California, Santa Cruz. USC. Or USC. Prominent USC, scholar Santa in the fields of science and technology studies. Described in the early 1990s as a feminist, rather loosely a postmodernist. Nice. I am also on the Wikipedia page right now. <laughs> this is straight off the wiki. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah it's yeah. good. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like an interesting person. I didn't know that she was a Notable person. works are a cyborg manifesto, science, technology, oh. and social feminist in the late 20th century. Nice. Sounds like fun. That's up my alley. Yes, yes, it is. So that, so I think so. So far, do you think that sounds like it makes sense? With <laughs> that fits in with a lot of the themes. I feel of the well, not even just the season, just the whole show. Yeah, I'd just be like you're talking about uh, cyberisms, postmodernist uh, feminism. Uh, yeah, that's kind of this whole show. <laughs> All right. I'm on the uh, Entertainment Weekly like recap, and I just uh, saw something about uh, a Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie got married. So yay! Oh yeah, they got married. Congrats to them. Yeah. I guess you don't know who they are. I don't. I know who they are. I don't. I know. I haven't watched Game of Thrones, guys. We're gonna watch it, guys. Kayla's not allowed point. to watch. I know she knows some stuff, but she's not allowed to watch it until we end up reviewing it, which is not going to be till the show ends <laughs> next goddamn year. Ha ha. That's okay. We still got some stuff. To, I mean, we still got my turn coming up, so maybe by the time my turn's over, we can do Game of Thrones or something else. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. Anyway, so actually, let's get on to this premiere. So, uh, interesting episode. Yeah. In that... It, it's a whole flashback episode. It's a prequel episode. Yay, prequel. And uh, there's not many clones that we're following, because we're just following Beth. Yeah, I mean, some others do show up, but they're more background in the background. Yeah, and... Uh, a lot of dead people show up. <laughs> you guys don't remember, she is a detective, or yes. was a detective, who in the first five minutes of the uh, series premiere, jumped in front of a train. Yeah, she killed herself in the first five minutes. So we don't really know a lot about her besides what we hear from other people. Well, like, I, the, only, the only kind of way we got, like, to know her is when Sarah was pretending to be here, but that wasn't actually, you know, Beth. Right. It's things that we know kind of about her. We don't know her. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't firsthand know her as a character. But it sounds like we're gonna. Yeah. Well, we got a little bit of her. I, I like her. Yeah. She seems fun. She's <laughs> She seems like a perfectly well-adjusted human being. Well, I didn't say that. I just mean, like, she seems fun. But uh, yeah, sure. actually, before that, we actually start off in the woods. Oh, yeah. And what a weird opening. So we see a person in a sheep mask. Yes. And then she or they are watching um, 
two people. One is like a bigger kind of white guy with like a ponytail. Yeah. And the other one's kind of like a petite, like black woman with like really short hair. Yeah. I don't know why because I didn't get a good look at them when I first like watched the episode. Yeah. I thought it was two guys. That's what I thought. And and then I started, started making out. I was like, like, oh, okay. I out. I'm like, that seems a bit like weird. And then you're like, <laughs> but they're bearing a dead, they're bearing a body. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> it looked like they didn't, yeah. yeah. No, 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 not it the was fact different. Like the, I, I felt like, oh, there's like, you know, like when you see that like randomly, they're like saying like, hey, look, we're cool. We're seeing, we have two guys making out. Yeah. I thought it was that. Uh, yeah, just like a. But I'm like, yeah. oh. And then I remember, and I'm like, oh, it's a woman. Okay. No, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess. But then later I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought they're being like kind of like weird, like trying to be cool. And then, but then, but like like, it was really weird. But yeah, okay. But uh, they're they're wearing a dead body. Yeah, which is, you know, what you do in the woods at night. And then the uh, person runs away, believes a sticker. And then yes. calls. uh, What were you thinking when, uh, like, the when they showed the, like, the phone ringing and then. Um, like, did you think? I thought this was, like, in present times. I didn't think this was a flashback. So you at think first. they were calling Sarah? Yeah. Or somebody. Somebody, anybody. But at first, you're like, oh, Sarah. And then it, you're like, oh, wait, shit, it's Beth. Well, they turn the light on, you're like, okay, because, like, Sarah and Beth, like, I mean, obviously they all look similar, but, like, they kind of look like the most right. like, similar. Yeah. Especially considering Because they have similar hair. So it's easy. Well, considering, like, you know, Sarah pretended to be Beth for a good chunk of the, yeah. the first season. Mm hmm. So then, but then, because uh, I was like, okay, it's Sarah, but then I'm like, hey, why is she talking kind of funny? And then Paul gets up, and I'm like, well, I know he's uh, dead. Yeah, that's the, that's the moment where, where like, Paul, you're like, oh, what? You're like, well, he's dead. Yeah. And then you're like, and then he's like, calls her Beth, and you're like, oh, so this is what we're doing. Okay. Yep. It's yep. like, we're doing a flashback episode. Perfect. You excited? I, yeah, I was excited. Yeah, yeah. you were. You, I think you said – I forget what episode, but you said at one point, like, man, like, I wish we got to know Beth a bit more. I think it was like – I've F- said it before a couple times, but when we saw her in that weird kind of dream sequency thing, yeah. like, I was, like, excited because Beth is a character that for so much of the series we hear about her. Um, and we know – what we know about her is either when – what we – the information that we get when Sarah's trying to be Beth and then just, like – kind of secondhand accounts like or anecdotes from people like oh yeah Beth did this but we never meet Beth we never get to know her mm-hmm. um and so when we saw her in that that dream sequence is the first time we like she had a real voice mm-hmm. and so I was like cool so like that was something I was really looking forward to seeing I, I'm still like very intrigued by Beth as a character I think because she's just very interesting um so anytime I get to see more of her I get I get excited well like it kind of because it kind of seems like and as like we watch like this episode and like the next episode and probably as like we go on she's kind of been like the catalyst yeah for this whole show right so it's like you kind of want to get to know them yeah if she didn't do anything the show wouldn't happen <laughs> Well, yeah, basically. Like, well, as we see in this episode, like as we see in these episodes, like literally, yeah, she hadn't done anything. Yeah, but um, we she's talking to her contact, and they're base, and they basically tell them about the body, and then the um contact takes off uh her mask, and it's another clone. Yeah, that's kind of expected. That just by the voice, I could tell. Like, just did you tell it first, or like once you heard the voice, you're like, it's probably a clone. Uh, when I first saw, it, I was like maybe, and then I heard the voice, I was like, oh yeah. So, so this is MK. Yes. Also known as Mika. Yes. And she is a conspiracy person. Nah. No, she's like kind of a hacker type. Hacker almost. type. She's like a little bit of hacker kind I of I feel like, like I feel like grid. she's you if like your career just like goes downhill and you just like I take that as a compliment. There you go. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. <laughs> Hopefully your career doesn't go that way. But then <laughs> and then we get to we have the theme song and then we cut to 
Well, actually, also before that, we see uh, Beth taking a ton of pills and not even just like she's taking like prescribed medication she is like crushing it up doing like a whole line of weird pills and stuff like that yeah. like yeah she's going like hardball on this stuff and so like at first i thought like when we usually hear like oh she has a pill problem like she had like so many prescriptions i thought she was just overtaking the prescribed medication but no mm-hmm. she's like has some like bad stuff uh, well, because I kind of thought when I like first saw this that um, we'll get into like the thing a bit more. But like, I thought that like she had started taking the medication because she was stressed out about a certain yeah. event. Yeah, and that so I thought like, oh, this is when the yeah, takes that's place. what I thought. But then you see your take. But then like we we actually see that certain event, and then it takes place. So you're like, okay, so it's probably like everything. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same exact thing too. I thought like everything that was leading up to that was like because of like by the one event but everything in this episode was leading up to that event mm-hmm. which is really interesting so i really like the direction they went there yes but anyway so then we yeah, let's explain that <laughs> so we cut to the, well first we cut to like uh the next day and uh beth has like told the co- like told everybody and we see uh some familiar faces well for i mean or of course art yeah the partner Hooray. Yeah, And it's fun because we get to actually see them actually interact. Right. Yeah. We get to, you know, we hear so much of what Art thinks of Beth and all that kind of stuff. Like, but this knew, is the first time we see them, like, as partners. Well, so we that's knew cool. that they were, like, really close. And obviously, like, Art was in love with her. Yeah. Aww. Oh, poor boy. You're so happy. <laughs> I was happy and sad at the same time. I was and, like, ah, uh, oh, it's our boy. The more like, oh, his name boy. escapes me. But, um, but they oh, find yeah, her. this body and um, his uh, cheek is removed. Yeah, it's just like a whole square is cut out, and then you just see right through, and you're like, oh, nasty. And it's a lot of morgue humor. I really, yeah. I like morgue humor a lot, actually. <laughs> I mean, like, you're dealing with, like, such horrible stuff. Yeah, and I have a weird sense of humor. Uh, he's got, uh, oh, okay, so one thing, he's got, like, one of those, like, white eyes. So Yeah, yeah, like the white contact lens. So he's got, so yeah, obviously he's an illusionist. He's got a bunch of, like, you know, tattoos. He's got a surgically bifurcated penis. Yeah, he's got a bifurcated penis, which is weird like I never actually, how do you i guess work with that i kind of got confused so like i never actually like heard that before and then you mentioned the tongue thing and i'm like oh yeah yeah so bifurcate it basically means that like split down the middle so now you have basically and I'm saying, like, two that dicks. might be fun you have two penises that might be fun though no but it's like you can't do anything with that but like, it's, no but it's, is it like it's, i don't think i don't you think can independently control each half no but you can do it with the tongue though why can't you do it with the penis well the tongue is a lot more dexterous <laughs> I feel like like they're uh-huh. probably like it's just like a thi- I feel like it's probably not like two exact penises just kind of like t- like they're kind of just like maybe like maybe like exactly two but they're definitely not as big you know you, they probably both get like you probably just get blood thrown down there at the same time and it's probably just fun to wiggle it around Welcome to First Reaction Fan Reaction, where we discuss the logistics of having two penises. Well, I literally, because, like, I saw, like, a documentary on, like, body mods, including the tongue thing, and somebody said it's actually a lot of fun when you're making out with somebody. Oh, like, wait, no, <laughs> I draw so my mind why, there. So that's, that's why I was thinking, so that's why I was thinking that with the double dick. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Double right. dare, double dick. Oh, man, this is what we talk about on this show. Double Dare's coming back. Uh, all right, I'm going to tell my mom never to listen to this ever again. <laughs> all right, and my mom listening to this. Sorry, mom. Um, anyway. My fault. <laughs> We're talking about dicks. All right, so moving on. Oh. <laughs> the, guy, the person who wrote this was like, because I'm a diligent journalist with access to Google, bifurcated means divided into two branches or forks. So they Googled it. 
Yeah, I'm tempted to Google it. Oh, please don't I'm not, Google. I don't, I'm not going to because I don't really feel like getting pictures. Yeah, you don't want to picture that. Anyway, back is to- that a thing people actually do? Like, is that just like something in the show or people like, like body actually- mod? No, I I know body mods. But I mean, like, no, like bifurcated penises. Probably. Like, I know people do like the tongue thing. All right, hold on. Don't look it up. Don't do it. No. Oh, uh, what a rabbit hole we have fell down. And <laughs> a flip cock. Uh, this is it. Uh, this is, this is well, let's have a bifurcated penis. Oh, really? I think it's a thing. What do they use it for? Well, also, koalas are from Australia, and Australia is really weird. So, yeah, if any creature has a weird double penis, I, probably, I would assume. Actually, don't echidnas have, like, four penises? I don't know. I think echidnas have, like, four penises. No, no, ah! knuckles. Did you see the picture? Yeah. Oh, Dara. Dara looked at the picture. Don't show me. I don't I want to know. I literally just like clearly. Like, <laughs> there was like a scientific term for me, and I hit on the Wikipedia page, and it was just there. Like I didn't. I didn't go to Google Images. I just clicked the Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I'm gonna need to erase my history a bit. Anyway. All right. We're not even five minutes into this episode, and we have spent ten minutes talking. We've literally spent ten whole minutes talking about bifurcated penises, and we're not even five minutes into this goddamn show. <laughs> This episode is going to be so goddamn long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on. Okay. I'm so glad this wasn't the live show. Can you imagine if this was the live show and we just spent 10 minutes talking about penises? Well, I feel like we're going to be more prepared for the live show, so we're not going to. Plus, considering like what we're doing, I'm probably going to be talking about some penises. Oh. Uh, so why not? Prob- well, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about what we're doing, and I'm like, how is a penis going to come into that? Because people don't know what we're doing. Oh, true. All right. So you don't know. Maybe I'm lying. I, don't, I hope you're lying. All right, let's go. Let's continue. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what we're talking about. So, okay, we found the guy. We found the guy. And more humor. Okay, more, okay so the, more, the most important thing is yes. that his cheek is removed. Yes. So, and if we remember... And he's obviously an illusionist. He's obviously an illusionist. So remember from last season, the one guy had like a bug in his mouth. So, there's that. And um, Art and Beth are talking about the case. And uh, Art's clearly worried about Beth and just saying... Yeah. Because like, like, that was also my thing where it's like, okay, they still talking about like this incident. But then I'm like... Because like, as you're watching the episode, you're like, okay, well, she's still on the force. So obviously... Yeah, she hasn't... Like, officially been put on leave yet. So something's going on. So, he, I could tell something's going on. He, th- right. I, he thinks it's just something with Paul. Yeah. Because. It, it's a little, a little, a little bit of it is Paul, though. Probably, that's not the like, whole thing. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, like, they are pro- they they were probably okay until mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the thing. And then um, Beth goes to a trailer. And because uh, she wants to meet MK, but MK's not there because, um. You know, she's a little paranoid. Little paranoid? She's a lot of paranoid. Thank you. Like, she's like, you can't take your car, you can't do this, can't do that, make sure your phone is like this, and then, uh, but even then, can't meet face to face, always talking through a screen, which is interesting. Yeah, but um, I think we kind of get the idea that, like, probably MK was the one who told, who, like, first contacted Beth about, like, hey, I think you're a clone. Right. And was, like, telling her all this, and, like, told her all this stuff, and then... Because we knew that Beth was the one who found Kasima and Allison. Mm-hmm. Okay, tells that the, de- that the dead guy was a tadpole um, who didn't really matter, but was probably just like doing an experiment thing. And, yeah, uh, not like an important guy. In the basically saying that like the illusion is everywhere and like saying yeah. like art, like, like MK already convinced her that Paul was a spy. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of like this because she 
Um, basically says like they're even in the police force. It could be your partner. And Beth's like, Art's not. So she's like immediately like, no, not she's like, no. And, like Paul, like yeah, probably. But, but like Art, like, no, Art, no, no. I mean, because like it's Art. Come it's on. Art. He's our boy. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Or is he? No. Oh no. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like stick that needle in the pin in the needle thing, mm-hmm. whatever that phrase is. Mm-hmm. Art's not a spy. Just say that. Mm-hmm. You're you can still trust him. Especially after this episode, you trust him. And then, no, like, basically, like, Beth is screwed because, like, nowhere safe, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We actually see a little bit of um, interaction with her, Beth and Cosima on the phone. Yeah. And it's just, like, like, we see Allison and Cosima, but it's just, like, really tiny interactions to be, like, they know each other at this right. point. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's fully established, but, like, Cosima is from California, actually. Like, yeah. I think he was born in, like, San Francisco. Okay. So, like, she went, and then she's moving to, she was moving, and she Yeah, she up. was a grad student at Berkeley, we see in the background. And, and now she transferred. Going, yeah. To what? Uh, Minneapolis? Minnesota? Minis- yeah. Minnesota, Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. and then. Uh, uh, so, to be closer to the Canadians. Mm-hmm. And then to break up with her girlfriend. Oh, uh, it's rough. <laughs> they were U-hauling. <laughs> Ever hear the one about the lesbian in the U-haul? <laughs> uh, and then, um. Later on, uh, just like at the side of the other interaction, she calls um, Allison, or Allison calls her, yeah. and it's like the bouquet thing of like, here's some stuff that you need, including right. pills, because I don't know if Allison... Allison, don't do that. She I feel like she probably her. doesn't think it's like that, because like at this point, Allison's kind of a pill popper. Yeah. So, yeah. she probably had a feeling that like it wasn't that bad, and they were both just kind of like... Cause, They're kind of enabling each other. Because, like, I guess, because, like, with Kasim, like, A, they, like, she's far away, but, like, she probably is, like, really, like, because she's a science one, she's, like, really excited about this. Yeah. And they both have, like, Allison more than Beth, but, like, fairly normal lives. Yeah, like, Allison has an entire family, Beth just has detective shit, like, it's a lot. Yeah, so, um, basically, Allison gave Beth a, bo- a couple pills and then a bottle of some, of, uh, it's piss. Yeah. Did you... I didn't figure that out at first. Well, they said, well, because I guess uh, Beth said, is it yours? And then she said, no, it's my daughter's, which I want to know what that conversation was. Yeah, that's still sick for me. I wasn't really thinking about that. Makes I, sense. Like, Gemma's young. Yeah. So I feel like you could probably say something like, hey, the doctor needs this. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that works. And then also, uh, Beth goes to Club Neolution. We're back. Yeah, we're back to that place. That and Olivier's there. We haven't been there since season one. And Olivier's back. Oh, God, that asshole. And that tail. That asshole. That tail. Yeah, his tail's there, and he's, it's, like, out, and he's, like, decorating it, and I'm all kinds of skeeved by that whole thing. I don't like it. I don't like that tail thing. Nuh-uh. I miss Olivier. Well, I like that actor's, like, presence, like, and I like the way he gives a performance. He, yeah, you know, he's a good actor. He's a good actor. And, and it's exciting. Another dead person, by the way. Another dead person. Yeah, we keep seeing all these dead people. And, uh, but Beth's there trying to investigate. You talk to a couple of, uh... Neolutionists, including one that's up. There's a pregnant uh, lady. Yes, who got who has magnets in her fingers. Which yeah, if we were ever gonna get body mods. That's a cool one. That would be one to get. Although, like, you gotta watch out for the, those like super magnets, though. You just yeah, you just like, <clears throat> I think it's just like really tiny, like yeah, like the like the toy ones. It's like although they stop. What if you have like a supercharged magnet though, and it rips the magnet out of your fingertip? Huh? That's messed up. That'd be messed up. I don't know how that whole thing works. Do you know, we don't know how body mods work. We don't. <laughs> I got my ears I pierced once when I was seven, and I had them in for two years, and that was it. That's a, that's the farthest I've gotten with body mods. <laughs> I've had that pierced, and then I've I technically got. I think I told you, like I got the back of it like like, like infused into my ear. Oh yeah. And I was like in I think like third grade. That's rough. And then I had to get it out, and, and that got all messed up. And then I got a second hole, but then that closed up because I never used it. Yeah. My first hole, my first hole was still in, but I don't. 
either that often and uh i mean i have a tattoo so that yeah that's so, a body mod that, yeah that, that counts that does that count as body mod you have more body mods than i do this can now no longer be buried in a jewish cemetery ah uh, that's a thing oh yeah mm-hmm. oh i didn't know that anyway so we talked to her and uh her boyfriend mm-hmm. who kind of he looked like he looked like being great oscar isaacs a bit <laughs> which i'm fine with because you know mm-hmm. oscar isaacs is a pretty man Ooh. Mm. yeah pretty all right and uh i don't think get that much information out of uh those new illusions except the fact like olivia finds out that Beth's there and beth gives the uh lady her card yeah and olivia's pretty nervous about the fact that beth's there but who does he call another dead guy Dr. Leakey. Yay. That must be fun to be like, hey, actors, like, just come back for this. Yeah, it's like, hey, you all want another paycheck? And you're like, hell yeah. So he's about to do a presentation, but um, he's talking, and um, we, so they're talking for a bit, and then, um, but we see, like, out of the corner of the eye, this, like, like, petite Asian woman. Yeah. Whose name is Evie. Yeah. And I immediately just went, like, oh, my name is Kuvira. <laughs> So that was such an obvious sign of like, yes, I'm going to be important later on. Hi. How are you? I'm the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. But like, I mean, I would say it's as bad as like that because like mm-hmm. you kind of get like an inkling that like, because um, uh, Leaky says at one point, like one of my like like experiments has like is interacted with like one of your experiments. Yeah. So like you kind of get that feeling. But then uh, Beth actually goes to meet Dr. Leaky. Mm-hmm. And has her has uh, the book that he wrote about the illusion, mm-hmm. and they just kind of talk and uh, basically ask if he knew the um the guy who's uh I forget I think his first name's like Edward or something, but his last name's Capra, so we're gonna call him that. Yeah, Capra. So they talk for a bit. I don't remember exactly what Leaky said. There's some like fun stuff basically, like God was an experiment, like or like science, and he and she's like God was a scientific discovery. He's like. That's some science humor for you. And I'm like, all right, yeah, asshole. And then, so Beth doesn't really get much out of it, but then she leaves, and we find out that uh, Evie is aware that about, like, the cloning thing, which I would assume that, like... Yeah, she's like, oh, that's a Lita clone. Never saw one before. Yeah. So she's in. She's in on it. Well, I think also, because I didn't actually realize, but she pointed out, like, that she, like, is not only aware of the Lita clones, but... Probably because, like, she's met Rachel. I feel like she probably met Rachel. Yeah. So that, like, because she knows, she knew that, like, immediately that was a Lita clone. Right. So, like, she knew what they looked like. Well, yeah, she said that she never met one before, though. So she right, like she did. But, the, but she knows what they look like. Yeah. So that's a she's thing. Probably, yeah. Um, also, uh, we see somebody who's not dead, Raj. Yeah. At one point, and she gets the surveillance equipment. Mm-hmm. Not dead. We just haven't seen him in, like, three seasons. He's not really needed. No, he's not. But he's that's, back on Degrassi, yeah. which actually is not back on Degrassi. That's why I know. I was, was going to say, does, isn't Degrassi over? <laughs> no, there's a new. They like there's like oh seriously there's Degrassi. I don't know if next class, but it's on Netflix. Ah, oh, Jesus, that's a lot of Degrassi. There, yeah, there's a Degrassi Junior High, Degrassi High, the Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. If we ever review Degrassi, we're, I'm just doing the Next Generation because that's the only one I've seen mul- like several hundred episodes of. And that's like twelve seasons. What what channel was did Degrassi used to be on? Teen Nick. Teen Nick. Oh yeah, that was like an actual channel for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, or like the end because like I think the end. Was, yeah, it was there the was end. Like that one point where like it would like flip flop between like for like during like the mornings, like the afternoons, it was like the Kids Network, and then like around like six, it would switch. Yeah, the end. That was like a whole. So like I'd watch like channel. Yeah, that's I watched not a like thing anymore. There was, like, so. that weird. No, there was like this weird game show that I watched, and then there was like Ghost Rider. Remember that one with like the? Remember. 
It was like Ghost a show, Rider? and it was like a dot, and it was like, does anybody know? I think it's Ghost Rider, like Rider, but it's like, and it'd be like the dot thing, and then it was like magically, it was like it's really bad, like effect thing, and mm-hmm. then it would like magically write stuff to people, and they'd have like these kids named solve mysteries. Mm-hmm. And I know Ghost Riders, and then there was like a walk in their shoes, where like two kids would like switch places. Okay, and then there was the grassy. Uh, 2009. Really? 2009? That long ago? It's been nine years since the end was on? Dang. Damn. Relaunch. Oh, no, wait. The launch was Teenage to the present. What? I think it was Teenage, but then it was, like, the end, and then they... Because, like, Teenage was, like, a segment on Nickelodeon. Hmm. And then there was the end. Yeah. And then they just changed it to Nick. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's... That requires more reading, but yeah, man, I've I seen I watched a couple episodes of Degrassi. Like every so often, I'd be like, "What's this?" I've seen at least. Can't keep track of that. I think like a, I think I've probably seen at least like total probably like six and a half seasons. That's a lot. That's a lot of Canadian teenagers having drama. I know. Oh my god. Jeez, I, I know I've missed some episodes, but like I think like if you want to like I know everything that like happens except for like after like most of the like original people left because it's a soap opera. Yeah. But I know I've definitely seen at least about six and a half seasons. Anyway, back to the Orphan Black. Wow, we are getting so distracted this episode. But uh, we get to probably like this. So um, Beth gets the gets uh, audio stuff and a camera. And I was like pointing that out to you, basically saying like in the first season we never saw a camera. Yeah, you're like you remember this, and I was like, uh, I remember the the surveillance. I don't remember this part specifically. That's because we didn't see it. There was yeah, it was just audio. So we see Beth install the camera into like the wall and like hide yeah. it by a picture. So, that, so, which actually makes sense. Obviously, you would get a camera too. Yeah, and uh, basically, she's smart. And then she makes she sets up like dinner for mm-hmm. her and Beth and for her and Paul. Yeah, and then she's like dressed in a very sexy dress and still snorting. I did did a whole line and Paul, of whatever it was. And Paul's just kind. Of, I don't know, like what Paul's deal is at this point. Like probably because he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, well, the thing, well, they kind of, it was... Um, Olivier. Yeah, Olivier and Leahy were kind of talking about that and said that, like, she's basically, she's basically shut him out, like... We need yeah, to get a new one. They need to get a new one. So I think he knows that his job is coming to an end. And I, yeah. Well, I think, well, no, because Leahy says, like, they don't have one available at the moment. So I think yeah. they want Paul to, I think they probably told Paul to, like, be like, let's figure out, mm-hmm. like, a way to get, like, you guys back on good terms. Yeah. And then, like, maybe we'll find somebody else and then... You know, because, like, Paul still has that whole, like, blackmail, quote-unquote, thing. Yeah. So, but, but Paul's definitely not, he doesn't seem thrilled about his situation. <laughs> he doesn't seem, like, he's kind of done. I think he was done at this point, but, like, Rand, like, and what we know about Paul, like, he yeah. kind of had, I think, no, because it's also the thing, because he probably had to stay there as long as possible because of what he was actually doing. Yeah. His so. weird double agent, triple, quadruple agent stuff. R.I.P. Paul. Rest in peace, Paul. You done good, you done good, kid. You done good, kid. Anyway, um... So, but he comes home and uh, Beth's clearly under some influence. Oh, uh, yeah. A, a couple different things. This thing, this thing just kind of sad because, like, it's just like a really depressing. Well, Paul's kinda thing. like kind of suggesting like they go on a vacation to just like figure out like maybe to like, get back into their thing. Yeah. And Beth's just like not into it because at this point she knows and like brings up the fact mm-hmm. that like she can't breed, which and like. Yeah, I they think they have kids. I feel like that's something that like they were just like curious about. Like maybe like let's see like if like we can, and then they found out that they couldn't, and like they're really not like that torn up about it. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit, but not horribly. Yeah. And you can tell like Beth just like kind of she kind of just wants to like feel something or like know yeah. that like 
something in her life is real because that's of now none of it is. I think she just wants to be wanted. She wants to be wanted, but like I think it's like the fact like this guy that you because like like they wrote love letters to each other and the fact that like she loved Paul, but like knowing like that's not real. Yeah, and he didn't. <laughs> and for a while, like her and their life's just like kind of been like a mess. So like I think she just wants something real. So like she tries to seduce Paul, and he's just like, it's like no, no, we're not doing that. It's really sad. It is sad. The whole thing is sad. And she just she just wants to like she wants affection and she wants like stability and but like she's really unstable and like she's not doing those healthy things. So like you can't just be like, Yeah, sure. Um and so just yeah, just Beth is just spiraling. Aww. She's she's on a nonstop downward spiral. And like she's not really talking to anybody about it. No. Like not like nobody. Like she's kinda Nobody knows like, anything really about her. No. Even those closest to her, like, don't know what the heck's going like, on. Like, Art, like, I think Art probably knows the most, but, like, he doesn't know about this. Yeah, he doesn't know about the big thing, which is colognes. God, what would the show have been, like, if, like, she had told Art? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, it would have been, still, it would probably, would have been, like, exactly the same. It's like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. Like, and, like, even if she gave him proof, it's like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. But, like, who knows? They probably could have been that happy couple. Aww. Speaking of that. Well, before that, we also get the bit where Beth points a gun at Paul. Yeah, like he's sitting, like he's just like sitting down, and she's talking to him, and then she's just like, and she knows that like he's like this weird kind of double agent guy, and but doesn't know the extent of it, but still, and you know, just feels like she can't trust him or whatever, and but like, just points like, a gun at him, just as like ready to just like execution yeah, style, bam, back I would say like this, like it, it like. Like, I, I thought it was interesting, but, like, there wasn't any tension because I'm like, well, I know he doesn't die. I know she yeah, doesn't do it. Exactly. There's there's a lot of foregone conclusions here because we know how a lot of these characters meet their fate. So, like, mm. like we don't know where this specific thing is going, what, like, some of this specific pl- plot line is going, but mm-hmm. we know, like, if characters are going to live or not. And then um, she goes to Art's house, and Art has his um, daughter over, who Beth knows. Yeah. That's good. And she's, like, I think, like, winding down a bit. But, like, not. She's still a bit up a bit, and she just, like, wants to, like, hang out with them and, like, watch TV. Yeah. And I think Art could tell that she's probably, like, not fully there. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> he puts his daughter to bed. He's like, then, okay, honey, let's go to bed. And then she falls asleep, and then it's like she still wants to feel something, and then yeah. Art's there. Yeah. And Art has feelings. Because Art's in love with her. And then they do it. And, Yeah. Then she kisses him, and then he's like, this isn't a good idea, but fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. And then they do it. Oh, Kayla, get your feels out. Aw, I was like, like, it was such like a, like a, oh, <laughs> like, oh, uh, this doesn't end well. This, it's just like knowing that none of this ends well and this is just bad, but like, you just want the characters, you just want them to be happy because like, they've been through so much, like, but like, it's bad. Like, I know like detective procedurals, like, uh, like depending on the network, like they're not that good, but like you would like totally like just like forget like all the clone stuff, just like Art and Beth Detective and like yeah. do, like this figuring out this new illusion thing. You yeah. would watch that. And, like, them, like, fall, slowly falling in love with each other. Like, it sounds like an ABC, like, it, detective procedural. But you would watch it. It's a good story, the wrong plot. <laughs> Aw. The wrong world. Well, I kind of feel like it's some, like, I feel like if, like, she, like, if Beth either, like, told Art. Because, like, you could tell, like, they probably would have ended up together mm-hmm. at some point. If, like, uh, like, the fact that, like, Dyad wasn't, like, trying to, like, get her other boyfriends. Yeah. So that, like, they could spy on them. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's the thing. They might have even, like, I don't know. like, Yeah. So it's, it's just all sad. It's all sad. The whole thing is just a real bummer. But um, 
So uh, after the sex, yeah, oh, uh, uh, Beth gets called oh. from the woman whose name is actually Trina. Yes, and she's worried about her boyfriend who was the guy that we saw, mm-hmm. and that he went to meet some uh, people, the people that we saw at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. So Beth decides to follow the lead, and she goes. She like basically goes there. Like, looks into, like, this, like, little room, and they're basically, like... Yeah. Because apparently, he's, I think he said, like, they wanted the implant out, or they're getting the implants out. Yeah. And he's, like, all right, like, it's a good thing you didn't try to get it out yourself. Like, that would have ended badly, like, the other guy. Mm-hmm. But, um, so we're just going to put you to sleep. And so they, like, put a mask on, and you're, like, oh, yeah, like, anesthesia. But, like, it's not. Yeah. It's, so, it's not the knockout gas. It's the kill you gas. Well, it is knockout gas. Yeah. Just permanent knockout gas. Just, just knockout forever. So, all right. down for good, kid. R.I.P. Recipes of that guy. Yes. Um, and so they're, like, starting to call the guy. She can get the implant yeah. out. And then another guy comes in mm-hmm. who I forget his. Oh, his name's uh, Duco. And uh, we saw him earlier in the show at the police station. Mm-hmm. So he's a detective. Mm-hmm. So some police members are in on this. They're, he's in on it. This weirdo guy with the glasses, he's all in on this business. Well, like, <laughs> when we first saw him after, uh, basically at one point, Bess gets kicked off the case, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, that's when we also find out, because, like, they have, like, random drug tests, and you find out, like, it, well, the bottle that Allison gave, uh, yeah. there was pee so that she could pass the drug test. Right. Because that's, you know, uh, truthful. Yeah. Good, um, jo- good job. What's with every? Literally, everyone's trying to pass their pee tests off on one another. Welcome to Orphan Black. Give me your pee. But anyway, so before, so that's when we first saw him. So we're like, oh no! Mm-hmm. And then Beth is like, oh no! But then she trips, and you were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she's gonna get caught. Well, I think we thought earlier, like when uh, after when she like after Beth first got there, there was like a car following her. Mm-hmm. So like we don't know if that's her or somebody else, which we'll get to. So she starts running. And it's freaking out. And then she hears somebody behind her and she shoots. Yeah. So this is when this is the incident when Maggie Chen got shot. Yep, it's Maggie Chen. And she did. Mm-hmm. As we remember. Mm-hmm. So that was the whole so that so that all of this stuff led to that mm-hmm. incident, which led to her suspension, probably her going even more crazy, leading to her jumping in front of a train. Yeah. Yeah, she done killed herself. But that's all sad too, because like if I just see like you see, like, flashes between, like, the, all the police there. Yeah. And um, apparently the detective dude goes going to be, like, helping with the case. And you're just like, no. Yeah. So, like. But then you also see flashes between. Because she, we, as you remember, she didn't call the police or she called Art first. Yeah. And Art being, like, I'm going to, ha- like, help her. And just, like, you saw a gun. And she's just like, no, I didn't. And she's like, no, no, no. Was, you saw a And it's, gun. like, this really, like, sad. And he's, like, hugging. And she's yeah, just, he's like, like. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's taking care of her. And you're like, I did. <laughs> I know. Oh, emotions. Running high. Yeah. But so that, that all happens. And then she goes to um, MK's place. And uh, it's just so out of it. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's kind of at the end of her rope at this point. Because she just shot a civilian. And all that kind of and stuff. And like finding out that like, like she knows that like this one guy, like the guy who was like supposed to helping her with her case is like also part of the illusionist that probably isn't going to help her. Yeah. So she feels like everything just screwed up. Yeah. And like she brought her, and she brought art into all this. Yeah. And like, cause like if anybody, cause like we knew that if anybody found out about art being involved, he was screwed too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, 
I remember like season one when you were kind of like weren't sure about him. He kind of seemed like not a super nice guy, but right. in the end, he's just trying to help. This he's wo- just trying to help. He's just trying to do his bestest. Oh, so there's that. Yeah, and then they're crying, and then uh, we, and then she, uh, Beth falls asleep, and then you're so happy with all the transitions going on. Oh yeah, I, that's, that's such a great transition. And, like there's another like phone call, and uh. Uh, the person makes up, but this time it's actually present day. And yeah, it's Sarah. I don't know if they said like the time jump between. I think it's like two to th- two or three months between. It's couple, yeah, it's a few months. It's been a few months, and uh, so Sarah. So with the light turns on, we see Kira. We see Sarah, mm-hmm. and then it's, a, it's Art calling and basically saying like you need to hear this. And then it's MK. Yeah, he's saying they found you. Yeah, and yeah, there. that's it. Uh, the other kind of like fun stuff was really. I don't know if it's that important enough. Felix at the police station at one point, but doesn't see Beth. So yeah, and then flashback. Yeah, I think they just to like have the actor do something. It's, it's funny. Well, it's like one of those things where it's like everything so perfectly aligns so that no, no one ever meets, and which is like a fun thing to watch. Yeah, yeah. Or like that there's always something going on at the same time as everything else. Like everyone has their own stories, and they're just not intersecting right now, which is cool. Yes. So, uh, you really like this episode. I really like this episode. I said it at the beginning of, um, when we started talking today and, you know, where, uh, Beth isn't somebody that we, we really knew or we didn't get to see of firsthand until really now. Um, and so getting to learn more about her and she's such an interesting character. She's kind of off the deep end at this point. Like she's at her wits end. She is turning to all these substances. Mm-hmm. She's doing this. She's doing that. But she's still, like, figuring it out. Like, she's still a, a good detective, even with all the stuff that's going on. And she's figuring a lot of things out. And she's learning things that she's not supposed to know. Um, and so, and it's just painting, like, this really clear picture. And I don't know. It's, like, things that I didn't know that we needed to know until now. And so everything that's becoming revealed is, like, really cool. Um, also, did did I catch this right, where, like, the reason that Maggie Chen was killed is totally different than what we originally thought it was? What did you think it was? Because originally, because she was a, a Prolethean, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so they're like, oh, yeah, so Beth shot her because she was trying to protect us. No, she just, like, freaked out and just shot a random person who just happened to be a Prolethean. I guess, but technically she was also trying to figure out all the stuff to protect everybody. Yeah, yeah, but, like... So it like, sounded like I think because I think Sarah was the one who said Beth was trying to protect us. Yeah, and that's just what every like we didn't actually see it from Beth's perspective. So nobody actually like it was just Sarah and like Helena them kind of putting those pieces together. Yeah. So it was just kind of what everybody thought. It wasn't actually yeah, what happened. that's not what happened, and that's so interesting. Yeah, like it's so interesting because we thought like oh, Beth had this all figured out. Like it was the Prolethians, they're the bad guys, and like she was trying to save us from them. No, it just was wrong place at the wrong time, and like. Because it could have, in well, theory, Maggie Chen was a clearly spot, like supposed to be like spying. Well, on the she phone. was, yeah, she was probably there because she was also trying to get in on that. Um, but in theory, like it could have been an actual civilian, like any actual civilian, civilian in that case. Mm-hmm. So, and Beth like basically went to the grave thinking that she killed a civilian and not like somebody who was part of another kind of nefarious organization, and that is super interesting. So, like, it's weird how, like, things are got revealed but not actually revealed. Mm-hmm. And how, like, these characters are actually finding out more than they think and characters that we thought didn't figure out as much knew more than they did. So, it's yes. really cool. Yes. So, yeah, I really like this episode. I thought it flowed really nicely. Love the transitions between, like, past to present. Love all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, this was a strong. This is probably my favorite season premiere. I'm gonna say my favorite first episode in the season. Like more better than the 
I guess, like, when it comes to, like, shock. Like, season two was pretty strong because, like, that was just, like, yeah. go, go, go. Yeah, but, like, I don't think it, it didn't, like, I was, like, roped into it, but this one was, I came out of thinking, oh, this is a good episode. Not necessarily, like, oh, this is good for me. Like, this is a good episode. Yes. And, like, just a really strong kind of thing. And I was just really intrigued and interested in it, like, as a story. Um and not really how it fit into everything else just like on its own. So I think this is probably my favorite first episode of a season, I think. More from Black or just in general? Uh, or from Black. Okay. I was about to say, like in general? No, no, from Black. So. Well, yeah, because like what's interesting is like as like what a show should do is like when you have like sort of like a, like a setup where there's like you need a new bad guy, you like have to expand it. And that's what they're doing. They're expanding right. it all. And we want to like bring, if you want to bring Beth into it, because like, like what did she know? And it's mm-hmm. like, it's like we learned she actually knew quite a lot. Yeah. And like that's it is an interesting way to like get to see how big of a villain the Neolution is by bringing in this like character who started it all off. Yeah. So really strong. Um, but and we still have more to go. Mm-hmm. We still have a whole other episode. So mm-hmm. uh yep. what, yeah, what do you think about this episode watching it? Well, first of all, magic? double dick. Back to the penises. God, I'm trying to remember. I like I was like rewatching these episodes, I'm liking it a lot more than when, than I did. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I remember, like, not fully enjoying the season, like, wondering if they are going to go off the rails. Oh, really? I think it was just because, like, and maybe it was just, like, in hindsight, because, like, like, I feel like the biggest problem with, like, season three was, like, it just started off a bit slow, and then, but, like, yeah. once it picked up, it picked up. Yeah. So, like, I'm kind of, like, it felt, like, a bit slow to me, and I'm just, like, I mm-hmm. guess because, like, I also like, never took that much of an interest in Beth. Okay. I'm just, like, oh, you know, like, she's dead, and, like, she, because, like, I, because, like, my brain just went to, like. She couldn't handle the fact that, like, she was a clone and her entire life was a lie. Mm-hmm. And so that's why she ended up taking all these pills and, like, killing herself. Mm-hmm. So I assumed that was always the case. And I just stuck to that conclusion. Right. So I didn't think there was more to it. I'm like, all right, it's fine. Oh. So that's why I was like, and then, so that's, well, yeah, clearly there's more. And I was, like, kind of interested in that. But, like, and, you know, we'll get more into it. But I wasn't, like, super wanting to know about Beth because, like, I just assumed this was her life. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my thing. When it gets to the next episode, for God's sake. Yeah, we yeah, this is like the length of like one of our full episodes basically so far. So we should probably like get on that next episode. You can cut down the penis talk a bit, it's fine. I may just do that. It was ten full min- minutes of talking about I meant like cut it down, don't cut it out. I keep my screaming in. <laughs> Cause it's funny. Alright, so we're gonna take a quick break All and right. when we come back, we will talk about uh episode two, transgressing transgressive border crossing. Yeah, let's do it. And we're back. Just to get it. Let's just go. Okay. All right, so we're going to start. I'm going to say what happens with Sarah, and then we'll cut back to other characters, and then we'll... Sounds good. You know, uh, go back to Sarah, because she is, like, again, like, the main crux. So um, after... It's mainly right after Sarah got the call. She starts packing. Mrs. S and Kendall are just kind of like, what is going on? Yeah, and they're like, well, who is this, like, MK person? Should we really trust him? Well, she's like, well, she's, well, she's a clone. She's one of us. And it's like, well, you don't know. Like, we still shouldn't trust her. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Y'all meet Rachel. <laughs> And then, uh, well, Kira sees a couple lights. Oh, yeah. So we're like, oh, they are after us. And we do the smart thing. We just pack up what we need and then burn it to the ground. Yeah. 
So that's fun. So we're going back home. Is that this? I I don't know if it's the smartest thing to do to go back home, but like you kind of got to figure out why these people are after you and right. they can fight back. Yeah, and they're all kind of located in that central location. So might as well go back home. Yeah. Anyway, and then they tell everybody that they're back home, and you know, hooray! So let's just uh, talk about some characters who either don't do a ton or do like you know some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of like this that like Allison and Helene are kind of in like, the same group now. Yeah. Which is really funny. Even if they don't interact in this episode at all, it's still kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, but they're, like, in that same kind of realm of things. Like, Allison's, like, being Allison and just, like, doing a lot of stuff with, like, the school trustee thing. And uh, Helena has to pretend to be Allison so that Donnie can take her to the hospital Mm -hmm. and get it all. And just, like, get the babies babies checked out. Spoiler. Uh, Yeah, there's more than one. They're at the hospital. Yeah, so they do the ultrasound. And, uh, like, actually, a lot of stuff with, like, Allison and Donnie was like, really emotional with them. Yeah. like, and, like, yeah. with Helena, because, like, they find out that uh, Helena's having twins, which, mm-hmm. you know, makes sense, mm-hmm. considering all the stuff and the fact that she's a twin, so, you know, it works. Right. So, what well, that's part then she's, like, really excited about it, and, like, this is, like, we know that, like, you know, uh, Donnie and Allison's two, twi- two kids are adopted, so right. they haven't actually, they never got to do this before, so, like, Donnie's yeah. being really emotional. Yeah, and he's like, oh, look at this. Like, this is so cool. And yeah. Because like, he doesn't know, like, what that process is of exactly of, like, actually, like, birthing child. Like, I don't know what it's like to, like, having to, like, have to go through all the stuff and, like, have yeah. nothing be, like, happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, it's, I mean, you know, it's, like, it's happy, but, like, you're also kind of like, oh. Yeah. And then we cut back to Allison and, like, she's, and Donnie is telling her about the death that she's having, that Helen is having twins. Yeah. And uh, Allison is, like... She's wor- like she basically being worried about like how is she gonna it's like she basically like leaves a mess of her how she's gonna take care of like these kids yeah which like I mean that's and that's not like a bad argument because like we know like Helene is like really good with kids but like yeah. like actually taking care of but, like the actual responsibility of is a bit complicated for children yeah yeah but like she's still like kind of like and she's getting a bit emotional and Donnie's kind of like this because of you know us and mm-hmm. like that kind of thing yeah. And it's like bitter, you can tell it's bittersweet. He's being really and like they're all being really sweet about it. And like I think it is like and like you could tell like Allison's definitely happy, but like yeah. it's so like you said bittersweet. Yeah, because it's like because you know she you can tell she really wanted to have her own kids, and she's got two kids and they're great, but she didn't get to have that same experience. Like the more like we watch the show, I'm so happy that like all like these people like who are in the clones' lives are like so involved with them. Yeah, because like you get to see them as like you don't have to see them as just like. Maybe like a monster, not like what we thought. What thought Donnie was in the first season. He's just right. like he's a really like like he just wants to protect his family. Yeah, he's just like he's such a family guy, which is really great. Aww, and he's being again, he's really nice about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, let's talk about Casima. So um, we should probably mention because it actually deals with that. Um, they have created a lab underneath a comic book shop called Rabbit Hole. That's so good. That's so good. That's so good on so many levels. Man, the nerds are winning. Nerd, like really the the moral of the story in this show is nerds win yeah and um so there's the one nerd guy who's what's he, like hell wizard that they call him i forget his real name <laughs> so he's kind of like helping out too and like he knows stuff and he's all i think he was a scientist guy and dad diet right uh oh i i didn't i keep thinking he's a scientist or security guard but i think the security guard thing was just like an act to get rachel out yeah. i think he's actually i think he's an actual scientist yeah 
And then Scott's there, and he's got a nice haircut. Yeah, he's looking good. I think, like, Art's your boy. I think Scott's my boy. Because, <laughs> like, Scott's, like, Scott's the, a good boy. Scott's a guy, like, if I needed, like, a perfect guy for me, it would be Scott. <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That's your boy. He's, yeah, I love him. He's just, like, such a dork. But, he like, is. you know, he... But he's so capable. He's so, like, That's the good thing capable. about, like, that's the thing about all these characters. Like, they are, like, at the top, they are a stereotype. But then you get to know them, and there's so much more. They're yeah. Actually, yeah, God, I love it so much. Ah, so many good characters in this show. So many like fleshed out characters, which is so anyway. Nice. So that's where their like lab is now, and they uh, that's a, they also have some um, marijuana growing. Mayor Jengus. And um, Kasima looks like she's getting a bit worse. They said like she looks like a bit pale. Yeah, I don't know if they didn't do like great makeup on them, but the, I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. But whatever. But Scott says like they're making progress, and they're gonna take more blood from Kendall. Mm-hmm. So, and that they have to keep moving her and, like, that kind of thing. And, um, uh, back to bring up uh, Kendall a bit, because like, she's the one who's, like, being, like, fully honest. She, I love Kendall, because she's just, like, brutally honest. Yeah. She's just kind of, like, she needs this, like, gene theory better, and then he just might kill us all. <laughs> uh, but we also learned that Kendall has uh, leukemia, so, like, yeah. Scott sees it, and, like, low white blood cell count. That yeah. that wouldn't like mess up a gene therapy thing, would it? I don't know. I was thinking about that. I was like, well, like Scott didn't Scott like, didn't seem worried about it. Yeah, and like, so I'm assuming not. And like, you could probably just like separate it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't know how gene therapy works. Do I look like I've ever done a science? Yeah, I it doesn't seem like it's like a big worry. But then also, um, she keeps kind of keeps smoking, and uh, yeah, seems- and she doesn't want anyone to know. Yes. She's, she doesn't want Miss Sess to know. She doesn't want anyone to know. So it's their little secret. Yes. And then also, um, Kasima smoking a good amount of weed through, like, a hookah thing. Yeah. Which, like, I'm not sure. I guess, like, it does, does kind of help with, like, the gene therapy thing. I'm not sure that's great because, you know, it's in our lungs. Yeah. But it's not good for the lung things. But Well, it's kind of probably like when, like, you have cancer and, like, you would take marijuana. It's yeah. Like, although I wonder about, like, lung cancer. Do you just, or I guess there's, like, pills. Right, for there's, my- yeah, there's yeah, there there's like oil and stuff. Like it comes in all various forms. That'd be fun. Anyway, <laughs> medical marijuana. It's fun. Look, I've had a lot of body lotion that's got that's got marijuana in it. Yeah, it's actually really nice. Yeah, I really like it. Anyway, nice. But uh, Kasim is all upset because of like the gene therapy thing, and like she's getting worse. Like marijuana's the only thing that helps. And she's talking to Mrs. S, and she just wants to know that Delphine's alive. Yeah, she like breaks down because she just. Wants Delphine to be okay, and Mrs. S doesn't know, and she's just worried about her. And I'm like, oh, it's a poor girl. Hey, remember when Delphine kind of went off single white female? <laughs> yeah, she wasn't that jealous. She was just trying to protect everybody. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I don't think it was like a hundred percent gel. No, I'd say probably she was at least about like eighty percent jelly. She was probably the, well. What's the thing about like the French having lovers? She said that, which like I think is true. So I'm not even going to say eighty percent. I'm going to say. Honestly, like having like rewatched it, I'm gonna say about like forty percent. All right, she's still a little jelly though, but now she's somewhere shot, questionably alive. Yes, let's go to Sarah because then everybody else kind of like intertwines with that a bit. So um, Sarah comes back, so they're all back now. Um, Kira gets to go back to this like safe house, and Kira seems like I'm kind of like because like Kira's kind of. Eh, about everything. Mm-hmm. She wants to know where her dad is, and he's like away, yeah. or something. Who knows? Might be on. He might be in another dimension, in another show. 
Definitely. Somewhere in the great beyond. Or, you know, Westeros. So that's where Kira is. And then, um, so then they get back there and um, they, Sarah basically says, like, they need to track down MK because they want to know, like, who is she? Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously now we know that that was Beth's contact. But, like, Beth never told anybody. Mm. So we need to figure this out. And uh, she meets up with Art, and Art tells her about the ca- the the guy who with the cheek cut out. Yeah, the last case they worked on together. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, that MK was obviously the source, and that Art has the key to Beth's apartment. So let's go there and see if there's anything there. Right. Which, like, I was at first thinking, like, oh, that's like clever, good job, Detective Art. But then I'm like, oh wait, like they're really good friends. He probably gave her, like, yeah, he probably just had like a key. <laughs> Either he made one or like she gave him one. Yeah. So they go back. So we go back to Beth's apartment. Good times. Mm-hmm. Remember, like when Paul, like Sarah, had to seduce Paul. Yeah, and they had a lot of sex. <laughs> Big dick, Paul. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that as they were going through that like security footage. <laughs> like, oh man, we gotta like stumble upon. <laughs> oh my god, because I would have been filmed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, Archie's gonna be like chill and watch it, and just have to like watch that. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So. But then they find the, because, like, they've been looking around, and, like, they find the camera and that kind of thing with the footage, so that's where that is. But also, yeah. we get another fun transaction, because Sarah opens up the fridge, and then we go inside the fridge, and then it's back, it's a flashback. It's bad. Yeah, that's a really good transition. I was like, what? Oh, oh, look at But that. she's with Duco. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, that guy. Oh, and, like, the Don't ca- like that the guy. The camera was all shaky, and you were, like, feeling the, te- there was, like, tension. There was tension. Because, like... Uh, Beth knows who he works for. I don't know if mm-hmm. Duco knows that she's aware, but like can tell that like he's getting aware, mm-hmm. and it's like trying to be like we could just kill like, everybody you love, mm-hmm. and it's kind of just like you're freaking out a bit. Yeah. So that's fun. So, but uh, we get the footage. We get the footage, and Art's gonna be the one who um kind of looks into that. Mm-hmm. Like you know that I think I like the thing where Art says like Art's assumed that Paul was spying on Beth. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, and then Sarah's like no. And I love the thing. It's like, oh, Raj had a crush on her. And I'm like, well, who doesn't? Yeah. I feel like everybody True. falls in love with these clones. Yeah. It's hard not to, though. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like I can hang out with Sarah for a long time. Or the only one thing I feel like I'll probably hang out with, with a really long, for a really long time is Kazima. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know. I mean, also, like, it's just clear that people, that, some, that like, a nerdy little uh, tech guy like Raj can have a crush on a really strong detective woman. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. So, Art's doing that, and then they need to go back to Club Neolution, because, um, oh, also, they, in a little bit of the footage, they see uh, Trina at Beth's house. Oh, yeah. So, they're, so they're going to go find, so Sarah's going to find Trina. Right. But uh, she decides to get Felix, who has not really been around to them. Yeah, because Felix has been kind of avoiding them. He's doing something which Allison's aware of. Yeah. What were you thinking before we found out? I don't know. Were you thinking something illegal? No, actually, I wasn't. I, th- I thought he was going to, like, get on the straight and narrow. Oh, really? Yeah. Get on the game. Why wouldn't he want to tell his family? I guess, I don't know. Because uh, it's just, like, I don't know. Maybe he's embarrassed. But it might be a thing because also, like, this causes a lot of stress, like, yeah. all of this clone stuff. So he might yeah. have wanted not been, like, with that. But um, so Sarah takes him to Club Neolution and they're back. So they go in and uh, Sarah's trying to track down this person and mm-hmm. they can't find her? No. I but, mean, but she was pregnant, so she's probably taking care of her baby somewhere. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously she's not pregnant anymore. Yeah, yeah, she has a baby, probably. And But they're trying to find, but at least find people who know her. Yes. 
And then uh, Felix and Sarah have a bit of a convo, and Felix says what he has been doing. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if they're going to like drag this out for a long time. Yeah. But then they don't. Right. So. Yeah, which is good because I was I was waiting. I'm like, all right, time to reveal. All right, spill up. All he's right. fine. He's trying to find his birth family. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is like, aw. And it's like, but good it's really sad Felix. thing because like the fact of the matter is, you know, they're like literally like Kira and Sarah and Mrs. S. Like they're all related now. Yeah, and so he feels like kind of like he doesn't belong in the family. Even though they, even though like I think it's just like a kind of like a natural thing that he feels like he doesn't belong even though the truth of the yeah. matter is like nobody's indicated that yeah he, like nobody like he, nobody actually feels that way but i think that's something he's it's he's like, insecure he doesn't about have it. like a blood tie with anybody yeah and, and so he 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 wants that and sarah's been wants to find it sarah's kind of being a being a bit of a bitch about it though she doesn't get it like no. she doesn't get it because she just spent she's been spending like the past like month or two with like all these people who are like actually related to her in one way or another and then you know but because she, she's like She's found kind of like her birth family, but she doesn't, but like in a weird way. So she doesn't really think of it like in that sense. But like she also sees Felix as like, well, no, we're your family. Yeah. And like we told, and like they said, like we invite, they invited him to come and he didn't want to come. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. So good for Felix. He's got to find himself. Yep. And his family. But then, so then Felix like just like goes dancing and then somebody comes up to Sarah, but thinking that she's MK. Yeah. So this guy, I don't remember his name, but like I was trying to think of like what he looked like. It's kind of like if Dan Stevens and specifically Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad had like a had like had like morphed. Yeah. That's that's it's this guy. That's Maybe a, like a little bit older. That's a good descriptor. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I'm just like I'm like I was, I was waiting for him to be like, Yeah, science bitch <laughs> Even though that's something I know about Breaking Bad. Yeah. I'll watch it someday. I'll get to it. It's just like I know that people said like after like the after you get past like the like the first half of the second season it gets better and I just haven't gotten past that. That's a lot of investment though. Not really. Yeah, the first season is only like seven episodes. Yeah, they're like an hour long now. Yeah, it's like a full day of watching. But anyway, so they go out and then she um he shows uh, Sarah this video mm-hmm. of um this guy who has got the bug in his cheek. Yeah, and then they like hit and they try to like touch it and like get it out and then they touch it and then it just like his veins just like. And then he, and then it yeah, they, they like basically like poke his cheek with a knife, and then like he gets out a little bit, and it's a defense mechanism. And it goes pew. It's like it's like a parasite. If you so. ever seen those parasites that like, yeah, I've seen like videos of, like the, like bugs yeah, like yeah, that yeah. do that. It's freaky. I don't like it. So if you see that, you, you, you fucked. You done. You done hecked. Yeah. So there's that, and then um, but then the guy realizes that it's not uh, MK and. Uh, uh, Sarah steals his phone and then runs off and uh, mm-hmm. knows where uh, he was supposed to meet MK. So they yeah. decide to she decides to go there. To, I'm gonna cut back to Art for a bit. So he's like watching this footage and um, we see this thing where Beth is like getting like dolled up for something. Yeah, and then she puts on a blonde wig. Yeah, like platinum, not platinum blonde. No, just like, like a, I think it's close. It's, not, it's like a. It's well, not like crystal hair color, but like it's, it's like a bleach blonde, but it's not platinum. Yeah. And you're upset because, like, the lining was still there. It looked like a cheap Spirit of Halloween movie, which is good, which is, like, realistic, like, wig that somebody would get, somebody like her would but get. But I feel like a detective could probably get a better wig. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not that Stranger Things And then I kept front. saying to Kaylin, hey, hey, remember that look? Remember that outfit? Hey, yeah. hey. Well, like, 
I thought you meant like with the wig, and I was confused oh. about what the. That's I was confused because I thought you meant like with the wig. I'm like I don't remember the wig before, but like when I took it off and had the bun in, I was like I know what the bun. Yeah, yeah, I know that she was wearing the bun. Yeah, when she jumped off the platform. So you're thinking like, so I think we're, we're, we're getting like, close. Yes, and then that. So then we cut to. I'm gonna cut back to uh, Sarah real quick. She's at. She goes to this laundromat where um, MK was supposed to meet the guy. But then I'm getting kind of realized that Sarah's there and mm-hmm. basically saying, like, you need to get out. Like, you mm-hmm. need to hide. And Sarah's like, no. Asking her, like, how, like, what she knew about, yeah. like, if Beth knew what uh, what she knew about the maggot bots, which is what we're going to call them. Yeah. And Sam is like, I don't know. She didn't tell me. Yeah. Like, Beth figured out something. And we know she figured out something. Well, we cut back. And then we cut back to Beth. And she's, like, coming back. And she comes back into the house. She, like, takes the wig off, and, like, her hands are covered in blood. Well, and she, like, the way she closes the door is, like, she's running from something. Yeah. She, like, slams the door, and she's, like, holds it there Which for I think is kind of intriguing as to, like, it gives, like, a whole new thing to, like, watch she jumped off the train. Yeah. It's, like, obviously something happened. It's not because of, like, the stress she was dealing with for a long time. It was, maybe it's because of something she figured out. I think part of it's, there's a little bit of stress. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's, you know, a combination of a lot of Like, things, I feel but. like if she had, like, if this didn't happen... Whatever happened, mm-hmm. it probably just would have taken a bit of time, but she eventually would have, you know, probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's in her house. She's got blood on her hands, and uh, MK is there. She's not in because, like, she's worried about Beth because, like, Beth like hadn't contacted her in days. Yeah, she she went dark. She basically went dark, and Beth is like freaking out. Yeah, and like trying to like like trying to figure out what to do, mm-hmm. and then she gives MK her gun, basically like just go back into hiding. We can't fight this. You need to protect yeah. yourself. And then she, you know. Uh, goes off to die. Yeah. Because that's, and like, because like MK basically says, like, that's the last time I saw her, and Sarah's like, that was when I killed herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, man. There's that. And then uh, MK kind of runs off in her crappy car. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sarah just like putting her shoes on. And then a guy walks in with the ponytail, and you just went. I'm like, ah, ah. it's him. And it's then, the guy. And then the woman shows up. Oh, it's her too. And they like attack Sarah. Oh no! And they, because I think they were looking for they because they said like it wasn't her, so they, I think they're looking for somebody else. Yeah, they were. But yeah. then like they check her cheek thing, like see her cheek thing, and then they're like, or they touch it, and then they're like, oh no! But then they're just kind of like, mm-hmm. just you know, yeah, they, whatever. I think Sarah says later that they were looking for MK. Yeah, and then uh, Sarah freaks out, goes back to the house. Yeah, it's freaking out. Yeah, and. uh like, I mean, granted, she has a right to freak out. And, like, yeah. Because she says, like, when I was a dyad. And I'm just like, yeah, remember when she was a dyad for a while? Oh, no. And then you're they like. They did something. And then she remembers, like, oh, right, Kira was a dyad, too. So, like, she tries to, like, get into Kira's mouth. And Kira's like. <laughs> Kira's, like, freaking out. She's like, that's get kill me. Yeah. And then uh, Mrs. S is like, what's going on? And she's like, I think they put something in my jaw. Mm-hmm. And then so they get a, a, a flashlight yeah. and then they stick it in her mouth and you see the little maggot. See, it's we're moving around. And then they're like doing that thing and Sarah's like freaking out. So, oh, no. so Sarah's got a lot on her plate again. Yeah. Basically, it's basically like implanting a bomb in somebody. So if they like piss you off, you can just blow it up, right? That's like what I'm thinking it is. Like it's a thing where... Yeah, like, oh, you better behave, it's like or the if thing, not. It's like the thing in Kingsman. Remember? I didn't watch Kingsman. Awesome. I know. I was also going to make a comparison to Teen Titans, but you haven't seen the original series, so we're both full of references that not the other one is getting, and this is really depressing. Wow. Um. <laughs> it's like that, if anybody li- if anybody remembers, it's like that one part in the conclusion, or more important, or like in the beginning, that one part with Mark Hamill. Okay. 
So there you go. I'm going to pretend like I know what you're talking about. You know who Mark Hamill is. I know who Mark... I do. Okay. <laughs> I know who Mark Hamill is. <laughs> He's that guy from that one movie. Yeah. He did the thing. With the pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Perfect. Love it. I love Star Trek. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke, in case anybody wanted to know. Because somebody's going to be like, um, oh, actually, uh, Mark Hamill uh, was in the 1977 um, Star Wars uh, A New Hope, which actually wasn't called Episode 4 until about uh, seven years later. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, hey, shut up. You anyway, know. you know. <laughs> so that's the end of the episode. Galen, what'd you think? Um, yeah. I was, I was doing all well and good. Up until there's bugs inside of people now. I don't like that. I, I said it at the end of last season. I'll say it again. I don't like there are bugs inside of people. It just makes me very uncomfortable. So I was doing good up until that point. And now I'm like, oh, shit. Well, you need there's to, bugs well, inside of people. As the show goes people. on, you need to get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> we go from we go from more clones to bugs inside of people. Not the law not the the way the path I was expecting that to go, but here we are. It's happening. Already. Well we go from like finding out about clone stuff and having one of them trying to kill you. Yeah. To like the scientists being evil and like forced fertility and forced infertility a bit yeah. to more forced infertility and male clones to bugs. Yeah. It's- this is such a this is a really interesting kind of way for it to go cuz I feel like we like each season is kind of branched off in its own direction. Mhm. And like each se- well seasons 2, 3 and 4 have branched off of different points of the first season. Mhm. Which is really interesting. Season three is more about like clones in general and like the whole cloning process. Season two was like, uh, Jesus, what even was season two? That was like mainly with like Dyad and yeah, uh, and Helena stuff. was like doing yeah. like the fourth fertility thing. I think it was more just like trying to, um, fighting off like kind of getting more. In, like, I don't know if really getting more into the science, but like. There was a lot of science, like, trying to figure out, like, where the disease, like, started off. Yeah. That was a big thing. So, so like, each... I feel like seasons two, three, and four have kind of branched off from different points that were first kind of brought up in season one, which is really interesting. So, it's not this one kind of linear progression. Well, I think it was, like, also trying to figure out, like, who created them and, like... Yeah. I think it was, like, really like, the signature trying to figure out, like, why are they sick and how does it start and why? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that was super interesting. Yes. And um, season three was, like... Male, like, oh, there's, like, more than just, it's not just that yet. There's, like, also, like, a male section. Yeah. And, like, that, like, a company kind of runs everything. You need a caster, all that kind of stuff. So. And then you find out that, like, they're kind of run by something. Like, there's, like, a god kind of thing. Yeah. And then kind of go back to Neolution. So, like, it's it's a really interesting kind of progression of how these plots are going. And so far, I'm really, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this fourth season, actually. Like, I like where it's going so far. Mm-hmm. And so I hope it keeps going that direction. It's weird that the thing that makes me most nervous about the season is that it's the fourth season. Why? Um, I don't know. Season, I'm, fourth season, I'm trying to think of fourth. Fourth seasons, I don't think are ever like inherently good or bad, but it's like it's one of those things where it's kind of on the latter half of the whole thing. So I don't. know. It could go any way. Right I'm trying to think now. of like fourth seasons of shows that were like bad. I don't know. I, I can't think of ones that were explicitly good. I can think of ones that like weren't like great, but like I kind of understand why they weren't great. Yeah, but I think it's because not necessarily that even's like the fourth, but it's like the almost it's like the penultimate season so it's the season before the last and that can mean any sort of thing that can mean something really good that can mean something really bad it's i think because like the fact of the matter is like because like i was reading articles around the time season four came out and then basically saying like we know where the end game is 
And yeah. like they said, it's probably going to end, like, it's going to end soon, but we know what the end game is. So right. that kind of always gives me, like, okay. Yeah. Like, if somebody says to me, like, I know where everything's going, or, like, for the most part, I know where everything's going, I'm like, all right, like, you know what you're doing. Okay, we're good. Right. So. Because um, they've always said that. Yeah. So, but, like, I'm looking forward to the season. I really like what we've seen so far. Um, I, I like where they're going with, like, how these last two episodes were, were like, kind of this backstory and leading up till now. Um, leading up to when the series actually starts. So I'm excited. Want to read comments? Uh, let's do it. We don't have many. That's fine. Um, I think we have... We, you know, we, we talked... have like four comments. We talked a lot this episode. It's fine. Yeah, we did. This is... These reactions are from our season three finale reactions. And they're both kind of the same idea. This is from Steph who says, Great reaction. It's always fun to see new viewers react to the fast pace and game changers or from Black is famous for. Ready for the next season... I I'm I want I when I first read that I was like oh yeah I'm ready for the next season I'm like was I was I really ready you know you're not I don't think I was um and then another one from our good friend Michaela Diaz who says I can't wait to see your reaction to season four oh boy are you in for a treat <laughs> so there should be out now so uh if you're listening to this and you want to see the reaction go to our channel and check it out hooray alrighty I think it's time to wrap up because we've been talking for a really long time and about like twenty percent of that was about penises. That's not 20. It was like, you know, five. All right. Anyway, so that's it for this episode of uh, First Reaction Fan Reaction. If you're listening to this on YouTube, uh, thank you for that. Please subscribe to the channel, Woody Close Productions. Leave a comment. Like us. Reread those comments on the show. So what are you waiting for? Yeah. Uh, turn on notifications just in case that thing's still screwed up. I don't know if it is or not. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Clothes. Like us there, leave a comment on any posts, why not? We are on uh, Twitter, at Clothes. if you want to tweet at us or follow us or retweet any of our stuff. Yeah, it'll be cool. Talk to us. Um, if you like what we do and you want to hear more stuff that we have in mind for uh, other podcasts that we have in mind, because we've got a lot of them, uh, think about donating to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Clothes. That would be uh, super helpful. I probably need to redo the goals and that kind of thing and the Patreon setup thing. But uh, other than, but like if we get the first goal is still the same. That if we get to fifty dollars per month, we're gonna start uh, reviewing Lifetime movies. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that Lifetime movie review podcast. So time. that'll be fun. Um, also, if you just want to email us, email us, email us at wittyclothes at gmail dot com. Yeah, just you know, whatever. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. And um, hopefully, you guys like the live show because by the time this comes up, the live show will have happened. Yeah, and and I think if this isn't the case, I'll cut this out. Um, but I think we're we're gonna have a recording of that, so that will go up as its own kind of episode. Yeah. Uh, in a few weeks, it will it'll be some time before that goes up. Um, and so keep your guesses coming if you if you want to know what we're doing. Yeah, what it was. So we're really excited, and uh, hopefully that went well because we were recording this before it happened. So yeah, <laughs> wish us luck retroactively. All right. All right, so that's it for this episode of First Action Fan Reaction. I'm Dara Whitman. And I'm Kaylin Clothier. Peace. Peace.